Hi guys, it's me, Ruben, uh, back to check in before the uh, final episode for this mystery for Tales from the Loop, um, which I am excited for you guys to listen to, but also very nervous because this one is like a big fuck you (laughs) to the players. Um, And it, trust me, it's just, it's really weird, but in a sense it kind of works with the third mystery if we ever do one um but this one's definitely like one of the it's one of the biggest middle fingers i've probably given to people in a while so uh be prepared for that um but yeah i wanted to jump on here to uh to say thank you to you guys for all the support you've been showing us um it's been really cool to have to just know that people um take some enjoyment in our in in our very much like a passion project honestly it's like i kind of find it surprising that we held out for this long seeing as i almost never do a lot of things for for too long um because i have zero attention span but um yeah i want to thank you guys so much for supporting us and listening to the episodes um and obviously um uh, sharing with people who you think might enjoy and just like taking literally taking time just to interact with us which is meant a lot more than 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 i can fully express um but yeah, I don't really have too many notifications, not notifications, I guess reminders or just stuff I want to talk about. Um, besides, like, we're doing a little bit of replanning um, and some restructuring because we're not fully sure when we're going to be able to record the next mystery for to do one. My hope is that we can do um pre-recordings like we've been doing for the second mystery so that i have time to edit them and then release them on a set schedule and then i also also hope that um i can start work on the second season hopefully of um the podcast um currently thinking we we transition to either a uh dnd game or uh a deadlands game uh using the savage world uh um i guess player guide to kind of help with that because i've been really interested in in the deadlands settings since that seemed really cool to me but um we're we're just planning and restructuring some stuff i'm uh trying to figure out when i'll be more available to kind of do everything i need to do for on my part and making sure that everyone um else can coordinate to see if we uh, would be able to do the uh last mystery of tales from the loop uh because i think that would be very fun uh mainly because of the of the idea around it but also i think it'd be a nice wrap up to just kind of like the weirdness that this whole entire game is um and yeah it just would, would be really cool to wrap it all up but um there's that uh um and i'm not entirely quite sure when we're going to be back for the third mystery so we might be gone for a while um into it we can at least figure out what's happening but i will probably be posting a um that's like a mini episode kind of updating you all on what's happening um or what i'll probably also do too is um post it like post something on our instagram um so follow us on there to kind of get notifications of what might be happening from now on but uh yeah i hope you guys like this final episode for the second mystery uh i hope that you don't want to kill me afterwards uh and uh, i guess you guys have a good day and stay safe and we will see you when we see you bye guys take care
Hi guys, welcome back to uh, our game of Tales from the Loop. I am your host, Ruben, uh, as always. Um, it's very early today, and I found out that I'm apparently the only person with a slightly regular escaping schedule besides Amelia, so that's great. <laughs> um, I still, f I, I, like, I woke up at, I, I kid you not, six, because that's what I've been used to, because high school, um, and I hate it so much, because... I y'all get to sleep and I literally can't. Anyways, uh, welcome back to to yeah, welcome back to our game. Uh, this is potentially going to be our final uh, episode for this mystery, so buckle in for uh, things to not make sense like they always do. Uh, I am joined today by Amelia playing as Audrey, Morgan playing as Margot, and Cat playing as Fanny. I'll have to say anime. Um, speaking of which, Julia. Uh, in case y'all didn't hear last time is not here today or for the rest of summer because she is doing uh a, a, a stuff at a camp i believe she's a counselor she's a counselor she's being a responsible adult well yeah she's being responsible more responsible than i than than, than i am right now she's making money this she's, summer she's getting the bread eh. <laughs> um, yeah so julia isn't able to join us for uh, most of the summer and i think you guys already are already aware of the um announcements i made uh for the the couple best for the the few episodes uh ago so uh yeah when last we left these group of children uh they went to the strip mall and they uh uh had a couple of interesting encounters they first uh found um a couple of supplies in the uh i believe it was a skate shop they found a duffel bag full of some materials from the junkyard and uh ball bearings and then when they went to the paint shop i believe they found a uh fake wall um, and a panel with the uh wagner script on it um which is the I'm going to say official language of anyone who worked at the art, because I think that just makes more sense. Um, yeah, they found the, the panel and the fake door that seemed to, to, to lead to some sort of tunnel similar to the one underneath the school. After that, Dennis um, started to regain some of his memories uh, regarding uh, uh, some of his memories when he first wake up, uh, woke up and found some of his old supplies, including a uh, picture of his uh, father and him that was supposedly taken by his mother and some of his old clothes. Uh, your boy had a slight, uh, had, had, had a, a good cry for like a, a, a hot second um, because yay. Uh, and then he led them all to the uh, 99 cent, yeah, the 99 cent only store, which is essentially uh, 1980s uh, Dollar Tree, where they went to the back room, which uh, which was converted into an office, uh, got onto the monitor via Dennis's uh, computer thingamabobs, we don't know yet, um, and they found a couple of interesting things. Uh, most notably, they found um, some information regarding what the Echo Project was, in particular uh, what the Echo Chambers were, um, and... They also found a um, email sent by what's his name Logan Peterson um, to Doctor Weber, and they all simultaneously realized, well, mainly Margot simultaneously uh, realized that um, 
the dark brown that she knows isn't her dark brown, um, because someone else is in her body, and uh, that's where <laughs> that's where we're starting off now. Um, so Dennis uh, is sitting at the computer of this um, room, the email essentially of uh, Peterson. Um, well, yeah, not accusing, but confirming something that uh, Dr. Brown was trying to hide from most everyone. Um, and he just kind of looks over it uh, uh, with all of you, um, which by the way, how, how are y'all feeling? Margot is pissed. Uh, Fanny's still fairly scared, um, from a lot of stuff, and, uh, also very confused. Very, very confused. Body snatching is, a uh, apparently not a strange concept anymore. Adri is, a, a disgusting mix of, I frickin' knew it, and, oh my gosh, what's happening? Uh, send help, I am a child. Why? Send help, this is not good, I want to go home. I want- I want my mother! Yeah, so Dennis is- uh, has opened this up and he kind of reads and he says, Do you think that- do you think that Doc Brown knew about this? I mean, which one are you talking about? The body or are you talking about, you know, the consciousness that apparently we've never met? I- I- I, I don't know, I- I guess I'm still trying to process? Um, wait, if Doc Brown isn't Doc Brown, then, then what happened to to the, the, the other person, the, the consciousness, if- I'm assuming she died. All official records state that uh, the body of Anya Weber died. So we have to assume that Doc Brown's consciousness died with her. Yeah, I saw a grave. My question is, why- wouldn't it work, like, if she can go into her body, why in the world couldn't Doc go into hers? Or if she did, did they just malicely kill her because of it? I guess, I, I mean, it only makes sense that she would try to get back. Maybe there's some kind of machine that needs to happen, or if it's a, it, maybe, maybe it's some kind of procedure that needs to happen that they, like, like, it needs to go one way, you need to, like, prepare the mind, and so, like, there wasn't enough time before she died or something, or they killed her, or I, I don't know, but it doesn't make sense that you can just jump in between willy-nilly. Like, if we could do that, then people would be doing that all the time. There's got to be something that's got to happen to make the switch happen, right? Like a, um... But Dennis did it. But that, we don't know how that happened. Like, it, 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 it... it it didn't just happen, happen. It, it something happened to Dennis. You see, he, um, you see, Dennis looks at the screen again, and he kind of, he kind of stares at it. You see that his, 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 like the green orbs or eyes essentially kind of dilate a bit, and the monitor um, on his forehead uh, kind of goes blank a little, and he, he pulls up the the files regarding the Echo Project again, and he says, "If, if I was." If, if we assume that somehow I managed to jump into this body and that it's connected and that it's still part of this whole entire project, then my my assumption is that is that either the 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 thing whatever procedure procedure was needed for for 
the switch to happen was running or or I was put in there as a resort as a as a last resort. What if you see he kind of puts his his um he kind of rests his hand his 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 head uh chin on his hands um like kind of cups and he says what if I was found dead or dying in the woods and and someone took me here what if what if I was put into this body so th so that I wouldn't die I mean I guess it makes sense but then why did I keep getting visions of you floating dead in a river and and why why would they do that like you don't have any value it's got to be expensive and it's got to be at least somewhat illegal i mean the program's been shut down for a while now like these people they they gotta have some ulterior motive to to want him to do this I, I mean maybe but maybe you were just a test subject someone to like throw away on it and if it didn't work then they would start again and fanny are your visions are they uh are they always from the future or are they uh do you see stuff that's already happened? Um, I believe it's always the, could be present time of what's happening for someone else, then I can see it, or it's the future, normally. I don't believe I've seen the past. Because when you get in visions, that could be when, that could be what have happened to Dennis's actual body, and that's why he's here. True. But again, if this was a peaceful or, um, you know, I don't want to say caring, but at least a caring person, why in the world would they throw his body in the river instead of, say, burying it? I don't know. Buried graves can be... F I don't know. It's more likely that a body would be found floating in a river than being buried on a random property who knows where. Yeah, but... If they find the body, they can explain it away as a, as as like tripped and fell and then drowned or something, cause that there there weren't any like death marks on it, right? Like it didn't look like he got stabbed or anything. He was just dead. Well, that's what I saw. Honestly, the other thing that was strange was that it seemed like his blood was mixed with oil or something. So, it was a weird, weird substance when it had contact with water. Huh. Hey, Dennis. You see, you see Dennis go slack and you hear a humming coming from around you, almost like uh, a group of, of cicadas essentially kind of swarming around. And you see that the, the screen of the computer has uh, shut off. Dennis, uh, Dennis's eyes and, and the, the green monitor in his forehead have also just gone blank and he slumped over on the chair. Margot, you feel in your, um, in your pocket the, um, the medallion that you have with the number five, that coil goes completely, um, cold, um, unresponsive and most everything here is just not working. Um, 
Can you all roll me a a sneak? Alrighty. How many dice do I roll? Something, nothing. Thought it was two. Sneak is nothing. And I'm still scared, so I get minus one. Woo! Hey, rolling. <laughs> I'm so lucky. Oh gosh. One success. I as well have one success. I have uh, one success. I'm so concerned. I feel like we're about to get like straight up ambushed and like Dennis's like mouth is just gonna like open and his head is gonna rotate like 180 degrees and just like blast us with like a giant ray. I would hope not. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's just like the jaw hinges and he just, it just fires like a beam. Yep, exactly. Um, so Ruben, the thing that you told me- The thing that I told you, yeah, that'll come into play, don't worry. Oh, it will? Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So, you so you guys are standing in, in, in this office area. The door is, like, I'm guessing slightly creaked open. Um, Dennis is slumped. Your, your, uh, medallion is inactive. Um, you don't know what else is inactive. It looks like everything in this, in uh, everything tech-related, quote-unquote, is just not unresponsive. And from down one of the halls of the, um, of the store, you hear a door open. And you hear two distinct footsteps coming through, both heavy and metallic, one of them almost gliding across the ground, scratching, this, like dragging their feet um, across the tile. The other sounds like clinking, like multiple legs clinking on the tiles. And then you hear one of, uh, and then you hear one of the noises climb up a wall and clinks closer towards you. The other one just kind of stops and then a minute passes and nothing happens. And then fog starts to spew into the room. Weird question. Um, where are our exits? Like, is there one exit to this place? Do we have to pass through these noises? <laughs> there is one exit through, because where you are right now is the manager's room. There is, so you can exit through the door and then there's like the staff, the common staff area. And there's a back door um, that leads to like the, the back of the of the building itself, and you can like double back to the front off to like to the front area and basically run if you need to. Okay. These noises are coming. Like these are the last you heard. They stopped. They stopped fairly close to where the staff area was. I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna like try to move. Like I don't. I'm like barely breathing at this point. I want to try to move towards the door to the manager's office. I don't want to be seen. But I want to, like, get to a point where I could, like, take a quick look outside and, like, maybe throw something. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you met, so you uh, sneak around um, to, like, the front of the, of the door just as this, like, mist is essentially pouring through. Um, and you kind of glance out a little bit quickly and you see nothing. There's no visible sign that someone has walked through. You do, like, 
you do see that there's more light pouring in through the the barricaded uh, through through the door obviously but there's no obvious sign as of now that someone is there but you still get that this you like you still get the distinct feeling that someone is watching someone's there something is there and as this fog um kind of seeps through um you get slightly dizzy and you hear how do i say this you hear um what sounds like a uh, essentially like a high pitched noise kind of stream through the um th through where the store like front is and <laughs> um and you hear doc's voice come from outside and she says i know you guys are in there i'm not stupid i know you're hiding there i just i just need you to come out for a sec i know what you probably found out and I understand if you're angry, but you're messing with something that that's going to backfire. I'm going to reach into my bag. I'm going to grab a ball bearing and my flashlight. And I'm just going to look at everybody and then just like in like a everyone ready. And I'm going to just throw the ball bearing like down the hallway towards the voice and then Book it in the other direction, towards the door. Okay. What about the other two? Um, honestly, I mean, does the go-kart still work, or is that also down? Um, you don't know what the radius of this null effect is. You could assume that it might work, but right now you know that everything in, in this store is probably not working. Is Dennis responsive? Is Dennis responsive, or is he like, is he like a robot? Like, did he power down? He's unresponsive right now, just completely cool. Okay. Um, what, yeah, so Audrey throws the ball bearings and prepares, like, do you book, you book it down the opposite way to the exit? Like, pretty much at the same time. Like, as soon as, like, everybody's ready, I'm just gonna yeet the ball bearing and then book it in the other direction. Okay, um, do the other two follow suit? Can I throw my beans? <laughs> eh. What are the beans gonna do? Um, she can slip on beans, right? She's a human. Yeah, she is a human. She can slip on beans. Okay, so... Slip on my beans. That sounds so wrong. <laughs> the fog... Would, the, would my flashlight beam pierce through the fog? Could I use it to shine it in someone's eyes? Yeah, it can pierce through. It's more like... I probably shouldn't discover it. It's more like... like um, you know the mist that, that sprays over like the produce section in, uh, in, in stores? Yes. Yeah, it's more like that than it is like fog seeping through, so you, you don't really need to pierce through. Like, you can kind of make it your way there. Um, it's just damp. Yeah, so you all, um, I'm assuming, so yeah, you all book it out of there. Um, uh, you you run out of the, the manager's room into this like large open space uh, where the the staff area is, throw the ball bearings down the door. Um, directly opposite of you um towards the word like where the voice is essentially and then make your way towards the exit um the sign uh, which was which would have glowed red is uh now inactive uh, you're not sure if it's because of this effect or if it's because of the fact that this door hasn't been hasn't had power in years um and when you get to the door yeah where's that other set of footsteps i'm just looking for them i don't want to like smack into them as we book it towards the door because that would be awkward i was about to say um, 
<laughs> um, you, so, so you go to the door and you, and with the adrenaline, I'm going to say with, with like an adrenaline boost, essentially, you all manage to, um, to force it open. Um, it hasn't been open, uh, over a long time and you kind of feel like a bit of resistance coming from the, um, back, uh, exit where like some trash or something has been piled up on it. Um, and as you open the door and the lights, uh, the outside kind of streams in and the sun kind of like hits like the sun hits you very hard and it's that transition of like oh shit we have like our eyes haven't adjusted to the bright light um after being inside for so long you look back and audrey you see a <laughs> you see a eight-legged um medium-sized ish like like the size of a laptop spider essentially with these um oh, metallic joints, with these metallic um metallic joints and like its claws um are are these like um hooks that essentially are like digging through the um through the ceiling and like crawling up it um and it's eyes which are placed at like the like very base of where it's um of where its head i guess would be um are just like these two beads of of um of green that just look at you um as like it's crawling towards where you guys are it drops down from the ceiling with a heavy thud um and you see um and you see the uh the voice of doc brown um starts to come in um and she looks interesting. For starters, her entire body is glowing green. And when she looks at you guys, you see the skin starts to shift and she, and she, like her height essentially decreases to about like, I want to say five foot five ish. Like she lost around four inches of height and when she reverts back into this, when it reverts back into this, this, this form, um, Margo, you recognize as you kind of leave that it's wearing the same black suspenders and teal blue shirt that you saw on the kid in your neighborhood that just moved in. It looks at you, um, and as you guys are running out and then just kind of darts into the room, the manager's room where Dennis is, and you close, and that's the, the, the last thing you really see as you close the door behind you. Um, and where are you booking it towards? The spider, is it still following us? Um, I mean, if you close the door. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think we're booking it, so <laughs> I wouldn't stop to close the door. Uh, by the way, I love how you love to do spider stuff. It's it's lovely, sir. You totally know that I hate yeah, well, spiders. Hey, 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 at least I didn't do the spider with hands. I know, I know. That Stop, thing was... please. <laughs> that thing was the funniest thing. Literally the funniest thing I could have found. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you guys are so the, the, so it's still following you actually. In that case, can um can you roll me uh, uh can all of you roll me a move? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Funny jokes. At least I'm rolling like, five dice now. I get one dice, guys. I'm gonna fail this. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Two successes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, wait, I just realized something. And I have, like, one option after that, and I don't want to use it, because it's, like, really hella dangerous. Don't worry, I've got it covered. As we're, as we're running, I'm gonna yell at Margo, Margo, do you have a stick? Margo, do you have a stick? Something big, you gotta hit it. <laughs> I have a rake, for some reason. Can you punt it, Margo? <laughs> Margo, punt the spider! Um, you know what? So, yeah, I'll say you can find, like, a metal pole just lying around somewhere. Okay. I'm gonna turn around, and I'm gonna... Can I attempt to spray its eyes with spray paint so it can't see? I have four cans of spray paint. I'm gonna yeet, like... That's very resourceful, yeah. Looked at my character sheet before we started, and so now I'm using all the things on it. <laughs> I'm gonna use everything and fucking run. Well, like, so what I'm thinking is, like, we're running. I, like, stop, turn around, the spider gets me, I spray it in eyes, and I back off as Margaret just whams it with a, with a, with a freaking metal pole. Okay, so first thing, um, what'd you guys get for your move? I got one success. <laughs> I get a failure. Because right. your girl um, fell, like, this is gonna be interesting. five feet so ago. So, the spider, um, crawls, like, it, it looks like... Um, it's everything you hate in a spider in terms of its movements, like the legs crawl almost like with uncharacteristic de dexterity as it kind of skitters like zigzagging across the ground. Um, Mar uh, Margo and, um, Margo and Audrey are all kind of like frantically uh, screaming and like trying to coordinate with each other. Uh, Audrey screaming for Margo to get a pull and like whack this thing. Uh, you see uh, Arvi, uh, Audrey um, spins around, uh, kind of like quickly goes through her, her stuff, pulls out a, a, a can of spray paint, and uh, just kind of like yells at you to pick up anything to hit this thing with. Margo, um, you find like this metal pole that's, that was, uh, uh, you find this metal pole, uh, along your way behind one of the trash bins, pick it up, um, kind of wait for this thing to get closer. Audrey, uh, uh, you, you stand there, um, waiting for it to like, uh, kind of sk uh, skitter towards you. You see its um, legs kind of like crouch down further and it jumps a little bit. Um, and when it flays its like body, like its legs wide open, it looks like it's going in for, um, it's going in for like a uh, quote unquote bear hug essentially to try and restrict movement. And as it does that, you manage to, uh, you manage to just like aggressively spray paint. It's like how you would aggressively Lysol um, any like bug you saw in a room, essentially. Um, aggressively spray paint the uh, uh, the the eyes of this thing, um, managing to hit one of it. Um, you see it misses you as you kind of as you uh, kind of narrowly dodge out of the way, um, and. Um, uh, and Margo, as that happens, uh, you kind of get your cue and you raise the metal pole above your head. You bring it down onto the uh, spider, whack it again and again and again. Um, you see one of the eyes crack. Um, and as you do, you can see that some of the pole itself is actually starting to bend with the uh, spider. Um, and there's like the smallest indentation on it. Um, it's pretty fucking resilient. Um, and you are immediately made aware of that notion when... Um, all of a sudden, it raises one of its uh, one of its uh, many legs, and the hook on it serrates, and it just cuts off part of the pole. And um, Fanny, this is interesting. As you uh, so as you got so as you're uh, you're you're spewing out of the building, and this whole entire sequence of events sort of happens, you you kind of fall back a little and you look and 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 you look uh into the building and you see that the 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 metallic person um which looks 
almost like it's essentially almost the same model as Dennis um, except without the red accents there's no like uh, green monitor than the forehead and its face looks much more um, sculpted it takes Dennis with it like holding it like fireman's uh, uh, style on over one of its shoulders um, looks at you and you see its eyes glow with recognition and like and it almost looks like a uh, a um, a shutter as you hear something click and then it takes off running from where it came from and you hear the heavy footsteps again um roll a uh, comprehend um fanny okay so that's four two successes yeah um yeah i'm i'm just thinking um two successes okay um you get the feeling so two th so a question popped in your head um, out of all, like, out of all the times, of course, a question will pop in your head while you're having your life challenged yet again. Um, however, this one is a bit terrifying because of what it implies. The first of which being, how did it know where you were if it didn't see you before? And the second being, if it's the same make as Dennis, then does that mean that it was able to use Dennis as a way to gather intel? And in that sense, does it have who you are recognized and what is it going to do with that information part of me saying run after it but i also know that that's not a smart idea are you thinking rationally right now no she's petrified and she thinks that one of her friends is getting stolen and with the realization that he has intel about us and intel about the things that we know there becomes a problem i will also say that the spider is uh has uh, now you realize, like, you hear metal slicing and you see that the spider's serrated leg has cut through the metallic pool. Um, Margo, your weapon has essentially been swiped away from you. Um, and this thing, with one of its eyes spray-painted, uh, black, I guess, um, starts to skitter towards you very quickly. Where are you guys taking off to? <laughs> I'm gonna... Can I spray paint it some more? I want to try to get all the eyes covered so it doesn't know where we are, or at least has to rely on things other than sight. Uh, yeah, you can. I, I was just gonna say, if you guys wanna wanna run, I don't know, keep running faster towards the go kart and zoom zoom away. Um, you also have a wagon. Um, yeah, you yeah you managed to spray paint. Uh, to, you still managed to to spray some of the spray paint, but you realize that as you do that, it's kind of predicted that. You, that's what you're trying to do again and so when you do it like stops like very abruptly and then kind of jumps back and skitters off to like the right um almost uh yeah skitters off to the right and then kind of like jumps forward like zigzagging away from each like um uh from each angle you try to spray at it it is learning Fuck. as it's encountering oh, you oh god it's learning. yeah we gotta I'm... No, no, no 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 we gotta go yeah time to go <laughs> all right where are you taking off to i don't know where to go and how far away from us is Fanny? Yeah, the only thing that I can think of is running to Dennis. Sorry. In the organization, is is it like the door we came out of, from into which, into the building, which the, the, the robot lady plus Dennis have disappeared. Then there's Fanny, then there's the creepy metal spider, then it's Margo and um, Audrey in like a rough line. So like the spider is blocking our way back. 
Kind of, yeah. So it's, you guys are like kind of clumped in like this little group, essentially. Um, uh, it's you uh, further up ahead, Margo, uh, with like the, uh, this uh, broken pole, like almost in the center, then Fanny kind of looking back uh, towards the door. The um, door fully open, it's like the back, the back of the building, trash cans, blah, blah, blah. Um, inside, there's the like staff area, the door on the, um, the door on the uh, left like wall leads towards the manager room and then the door on the right wall is where the like regular store is and it's taken off um, on the like towards the right door essentially it's um it's go gone back into the store with Dennis I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it I'm gonna risk it I'm gonna grab the smoke bomb out of my hand and I'm gonna risk it you're gonna risk it where are you going after Dennis okay interesting. <laughs> Um, are you telling us? Uh, sure, I will scream. Uh, she took Dennis, um, or it took Dennis, uh, come find me. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, cool. So you take off, uh, into the, into the building. Um, when would you like, to, yeah, you take off into the building, uh, uh, skitter past your beans on the ground um and walk to and uh run off towards the direction where you hear the metal uh clinking coming from you see that off in the distance it's got, it's gotten closer to the door this time it time it kind of turns around peers towards you look at looks at you with dennis over his shoulder again opens the door and you see it uh uh go out um and it takes a direction leading back towards the paint shop um, okay, putting smoke bomb back, grabbing handguns. Oh, right, I forgot. We have guns. <laughs> oh. We have those, okay. and I completely forgot that. So forgot you have handgun. I'm running after a robot, carrying another robot with a handgun. Perfect. Okay, roll, roll, a, roll a move. Please don't fail me. That is crazy luck. <laughs> I got a success with one dice. <laughs> Jesus fuck. So how does Fanny how does Fanny prevail into chasing this uh how does Fanny prevail in chasing this thing? Uh she What does Fanny do? This is so crazy. Um Yeah, with a handgun, bashes the door like body slams to get out the door, and then just books it as fast as she can, even though that's not very fast, and she kinda runs like um what I'd imagine it'd be is, like, you know how skaters do that, like, motion when they skate? Well, imagine that, but running instead. She's just, like, kind of a mad person right now and looks real odd. Um, but she, she's making it. She's making it. Um, and, uh, then, again, flings open the door and attempts to save Dennis. Yeah, uh, okay, so you, yeah, you break, you, so you break through the, well, you fling open the door, like, body slam, essentially, and kind of frantically run towards this thing. You're now, like, um, fairly close to it. It looks like the act the actual weight of Dennis is, is dragging it down. Um, it looks back towards you, and you kind of hear it, uh, and, yeah, it looks back towards you, notices that you are there alone, essentially, and it stops uh, running, and it turns back to you, and it says, "What are you doing? This isn't this isn't something for you to explore. You're just children, like me, essentially. But what are you doing here? You 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 don't you don't know what you're messing with. I know that I'm saving a friend. That's what you think you're doing. You just kidnapped him. What do you expect me to do? 
let you just walk off and go do more experiments on him? I've seen his dead body. Or a dead body that looks like him. Whatever. Also, are you like him? Because I've seen a lot of you. Like, in a hallway. I don't know where. But I know I've seen a lot of them. You're Stephanie, right? Oh, no. Correct. And your father's Kenneth. Correct. I'm going to say this bluntly. You can't solve anything. You can't help him. Because he's stuck like this. He's stuck? He's not going to get out of this. He's stuck in this body. Whether or not he likes it, he doesn't have a choice. So why did you guys do this to him? He didn't ask for it. He never wanted it. He just wanted to play soccer. And your assumption is that we did this to him? Who else would have? I don't know any other mad scientists in the city, other than the one who has been body snatched, apparently. Which begs the question that she probably could have, but anywho, you know something, or at least your parents know something. You see he relaxes his shoulders a bit and he kind of looks at you. Again, there's still that, like, cold, distant, um facial expression. It's not human, but it's almost uncannily expressive. And it's and and it says to you, two weeks ago, what exactly happened? Because I think that you're making a very wrong assumption regarding what happened to this boy. He was found dead, trust me. That's still a factor in all of this. However, he was found dead with the same thing that your friend had, a coil. Why would Dennis have a coil? The same one that your friend had. He was found in the stream, obviously, and um, he wasn't conscious. He, his body had died. What's more interesting, however, is the fact that you and your friends show the same distinct features as he did. You're not fully present. Something changed with you. What did you see? What do you mean? What do you mean, what did I see? And why are you like this? Because I was gonna die either way. What I'm more interested in is the fact that you, you're more aware of what's happening with the loop, aren't you? I, I don't know what exactly you're talking about. You saw the light, didn't you? Yes. And it changed you. I guess. About a week ago, we made the discovery that one of our facilities had been reactivated again, and it was being used for something we didn't know what. There was a body that went unaccounted for. I think my dad said it was one of mine, and uh, we came here to see what it was, and lo and behold, we found Dennis. So we decided to do some investigating, and discover that he died, almost similar to how Dr. Brown supposedly died, although I guess hers was more of an accident than, than anything, but still. You do know that she's not her, right? Oh, we're aware. She's not my mother, I've been aware of that for a while. What I want to know, though, is the fact that you saw the light and you weren't changed. You still have your body. You, you're still here. You just have one foot in the other place. All of you are interesting because you... How do I explain this? You're... You're still physically here. That shouldn't be possible. Anyone who's crossed that threshold is stuck there. So then how did you... Didn't the janitor go there too though and he came back? Guy who, you know, went kind of crazy and 
caused the light. He also kept babbling on about saving people and how Marty died and he was quite, quite crazy and the ramblings in his notebook were the same par, or on the same par, I should say. You see he kind of um, tilts his head to the right a bit and he looks at you and he says, interesting. Also, how are you able to be active when Dennis is, you know, like that? I, um, I think that's something best not talked about, especially for you. Not, not to be, I guess, mean or anything, but, um, you really can't solve this one. I mean, Dennis is stuck like this. He most likely is going to have some of his memories removed of any of this event, and for you guys, there's not really much you can do. I mean, unless you want to, I don't know, go to the police, tell them what you saw, but even then, he's going to believe you. I have a better idea. You see he pulls out from his back pocket a cylindrical-shaped device that has the number 3 on it. He, he kind of uh, uh, reveals like the base of where his neck would start and you see a gaping hole in it. He places the number 3 coil and you see these like sparks of, of green kind of go up his throat. And he looks at you, and he says, Let's play a little game. You don't say anything about what you heard or saw here today. You go back home, and you don't worry about Dennis. You'll see him eventually, but you're not going to tell anyone of anything. Can you roll me a... Just roll me a straight d6. What? You... Oh, no. What were you doing here? I don't have to answer your questions. No, not that, Fanny. What were you- Don't call me by my nickname. You do not get that right. No, 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 no. No, not that. What were you doing here, Fanny? You don't- What is- What is he holding? Why does he have someone slept over his shoulder? What were you looking for? Matter of fact, where are the others? You could have sworn you, you you remember seeing Audrey and Margo somewhere here, but you don't know why you were all here to begin with. And then, and then when you look at the location where it was, you can't see him. He can still see you. You just don't know what he really looks like. So rude. And he just kind of stares at you and smiles and he says, Hopefully that should hold up for long enough until we figure out what to do, but in the meantime, uh, let's try to forget this, shall we? And he walks away from you, and he enters the paint shop, and you still don't know who you were talking to. But you do, however, hear Audrey and Margot come running back out towards where you are, um, the spider, uh, from where you guys were, Audrey and Margot. During its own interaction, you see the spider, um, after he walks away into the building, kind of stops chasing you, and it also just blinks out, and you don't see it anywhere. Where'd it go? Where did it go? I'm very concerned, like, like, looking around, like, what's happening? Something's happening. Did it, like, just, like, just poof, like, teleport away kind of stuff? Or did it, like, just stop chasing us and then, like, scurry back into the building? It just... It's... you just couldn't see it. Oh, okay. Do we still remember the spider trying to murder us? Yep. 
in the second it was in your field of vision and then it just poofed away like you cannot see it where'd it go margo do you see it the spider and where'd it go it was just here i don't want to be attacked by that thing what do you mean fanny you okay did you get did you get dennis where's dennis who's dennis why are we here uh well uh i think you would know that margo and audrey can you guys roll me a d6 uh that's a So, from where you stand, all kind of huddled um, near towards where the entrance of the paint shop is with a dazed fanny, you quickly glance over to the interior with its broken, um, with like the glass kind of scattered on the ground, the uh, graffitied walls, and inside near where the caution tape uh uh of like the office area door essentially was placed you see a figure with a sculpted face like a sculpted metallic face no uh, monitor in the forehead and very like thin structure with a a number three kind of burned onto the base of their throat looking at you you don't see dennis slung over its shoulder but you do see that the door behind it where the panel um was that that you presume to be the tunnel is opened and it looks at you puts a finger over where its mouth would be and you hear almost uncannily like it's close to you you just hear it actually no you don't you hear fanny speak in its voice and it says we're gonna forget about this in particular we're going to forget about dennis just for now we're going to forget about doc and who she is we're going to forget about this place and we're going to go home and we're going to do nothing about this because that's what we should do we have no right being here we have absolutely no information regarding what happened why don't we all just go home and relax that sounds like fun yes we could have a sleepover again. Let's just forget. And it removes its finger from where its lips were, slips through the door, closes, and you get the glimpse of its eye, barely winking as the door fully shuts. And you get this feeling of anxiety before that gets washed away. And you look at each other directly in the eyes and you're all just kind of standing there confused because Fanny's right. Why were you here? I mean, besides exploring, I guess, but there really wasn't any reason. I mean, the last thing you could remember was something to do with the Hound. But that's been more than two weeks, so then why are you still here? Are you, are you maybe trying to see if you can find it again? But you could have sworn it was dead, so then I guess you came here by mistake? What would you all like to do? Do I still have any booze left? Uh, yeah, you do. Um, I'm gonna wonder why I have that in my hand. <laughs> I have a handgun in my hand. What do you think? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna discover that I have a gun in my bag and freak out. <laughs> I have a handgun. Why? I'm gonna wonder why my bag is so heavy, dump it, like, you know, take it all out, be like, what are these paint cans? What are these ball bears? Why do I have a gun? Um, you also notice 
around you, uh, just just make clear. You also wrote around you that um, there is a go kart that Margo, you remember, you got from Doc, um, as well as your hoverboard and um, a wagon with Bluebell on it. Do I remember I have my pager? Uh, yeah, you remember you have your pager. All you don't remember those, why you had such strange feelings about Doc and why you were here. Huh? Whose handgun is this? Is this? <laughs> I'm gonna like, you know the thing when you're like, you pick up something that's like nasty and you like hold it like really far away from you? I'm just gonna do that and just like put it on the cart behind Bluebell and just like stay away from it. Yeah, I have one too and I'm holding it, which makes me really concerned. Um, cause I don't know why, uh, but I think we might be in danger. Otherwise, I don't know why I'd have this thing out. Uh, um, I mean... I feel like we would remember if the if if the hound attacked us again, right? Like it's kind of traumatic. Yeah, and it also tended to only attack like in woods and stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't know why I'd be here. I'm really confused, but I think honestly, the best thing we should we could do is like you know, go home, get some rest, maybe eat something. Cause I'm really hungry, and I mean I have this snickerdoodle. But, like, I don't really like cinnamon that much, so, you know, meh. Yeah, I mean, y'all are- do I remember the sleepover? Yeah. I mean, y'all are welcome. We can go back to my house, um, and do I remember where my mom went and the note we read? You know she went to Boulder City, but you don't remember what you you read. All you remember was reading the, the note of your mother. Um, just to be- just to be clear, the instructions were, um- Forget what you saw, forget that this happened, forget the things you learned about Doc, and forget the project. Jeez, um... Um, I mean, Yella, welcome back in my house. My mom will be back till, like, later tonight. I think a sleepover sounds really fun, but I think I'm gonna leave this here. I don't know why I have it. And also this rake, I, again, I don't know why I have such strange things. Maybe we were like, I don't know why we'd have the guns, but I mean, like, everything else seems like a... I don't know, maybe we're, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but anyway, um, yeah, we, yeah, we can go back to my house. I, uh, I have supplies to make, well, uh, my mom, well, I can make lunch for us, um, or we can make lunch together. I have, um, hmm, I have, I can make mac and cheese, and I can make, oh, I can make burgers on the grill. Um, my mom says I can do that when, yeah when I want to in the summer, as long as there's, like, someone else around, like an adult, so we probably have to go, like, I don't know, make sure the neighbors are watching or something. Alrighty, I'm okay with that. Okay, uh, Margo, this is a weird scooter. I suppose this is yours. It seems like one of Doc's things. Well, whoever it was, it's mine now. I mean, um, okay, um, does the scooter fit more than one person? Uh, it fits two people, but there's also Bluebell's wagon. Bluebell's wagon doesn't look very stable, though. <laughs> yeah, I, isn't there a go kart? Oh yeah, the go kart. Sorry, the go kart fits fits. Uh, I, I believe two people can be seated, and then maybe someone could be like standing on at the like not on the roof, can be like holding onto the like the the top of it, I guess. Yeah, let's ride on the go kart because like um that that cart doesn't look the most stable. Or, like, it won't fall apart in, like, five minutes when we start using it. We can just put the stuff in there. Why is there a tarp in this cart? It's massive. Okay. 
No, hold on to the top, because I don't know how to drive. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why we have the guns. Maybe they left them here and we were, like, looking at them. I don't know, but I think, like, I think a lot of teenagers were around here and they might have been doing some weird stuff. Anywho, I'm really hungry. Yeah, let's go home. I want, uh, yeah, let's go. I can make us lunch. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is so evil. All right, then. So you... I'll get in the go-kart, I guess. One of you hangs onto the back, onto the ceiling, and you zoom. Somebody Spider-Man's underneath the ceiling, just like, holy god. <laughs> That's such a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, and you and you zoom um, back to town, away from the strip mall. And as you are going back home, this kind of wash of unfamiliarity kind of... Um, slowly fades away into the background as you get as you start to, to remember more of like oh we were doing this this morning um and we were like having a sleepover and i think that like i got a new pager because my mom wanted to talk to me um you get back home you find that your mother has returned um you don't find any evidence of anything you could have potentially read at any point the letter's gone um she kind of welcomes you all back home you uh notifies your parents that you're having a uh, cookout at Audrey's house, and um, all seems deceptively well. It's a picturesque little town. You would think nothing weird ever happens here. All seems right with the world. However, we're going to step away from this for just a hot second, and we are going to go back through that door. Down this metal hall, there is a singular light source just kind of like bulb um these footsteps uh heavy footsteps are marching through and you see the figure pulls out the number three coil from the base of his neck and kind of sighs as much as a robot could really and looks back at the coil which he knows he probably shouldn't have used today but he was the only way to make sure that they didn't go revealing anything that they shouldn't be revealing to people he walks for about a minute in complete silence before a sliver of light comes from underneath a doorway just ahead and he places his hand on the handle slowly turning it open to reveal a large facility monitors hang on the wall of this laboratory some of them cracked some of some with cracked screens and others showing nothing but a dull green light he steps through and finds a dome a dome-like space uh, with white tiled walls and orange stripes kind of accenting them. The air cold and smelling slightly stale, although it's something he's gotten used to at this point. Or at least something he thinks he should be getting used to. Never really sure, especially since he's not wearing his skin. He immediately goes in and takes the flight of stairs leading up towards the main testing room steps through into this fairly spacious room with green monitors running all sorts of nonsense that he's still yet to understand and he looks through the glass wall separating this monitoring room and the actual chamber room and inside there is a glossy black pyramid around the size of a car floating in the center of this room with these etched lines 
built into it and these large metal tubes coming from each face of the pyramid save for the bottom where it floats from uh, these symmetrically these etched symmetrical blue lines kind of running down each uh, uh, each of its sides are glowing to indicate that it's it's in use it's still functioning and from these these three large tubes connect to three chambers each of them are around human sized and inside there is this viscous green slime that surrounds two very distinct bodies one of which is a child about no taller than Anna with black hair and very very pale skin wearing an oxygen mask and in the other is a around middle school-ish boy with dirty blonde hair his face slightly scarred, also wearing an oxygen mask, his dirty blonde hair free floating in this viscousy liquid, uh, liquid. And the boy kind of sighs, looking at him. And he says, maybe one day we'll be able to get you back to your own body, but I think for now this was the best call, especially, especially if they really knew anything about it. But I, I understand what you're going through, Dennis, trust me. Um, it's not a great feeling, but you eventually get used to it. That being said, I need to make a phone call. You see he picks up his... He, he, he digs through his pocket and picks up a phone, dials a number and places it to his ears, and he says, I have some information for you, Dad, and I think you might want to know this because I found the fifth coil, and I also found what caused the disturbance last time. I think might be able to open it and that's where we're going to end this mystery